When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Now, Toby, um, it is truly an exceptional weekend of rugby. (laughs) Some of the best rugby I've ever seen being played. Um, Without question, that is the best rugby I've ever seen played uh, in four matches in a row. That is for sure. Oh, by far the best quarterfinals ever, surely. It was almost like someone said, I think someone said on one of the messages, you know, it's kind of like they played the, the bowl and the cup uh, competition early on the other side of the draw. Yeah. And, um, you know, then, then the, the cup competition was, was, was going on over here. It was, the only thing I would say is, and I genuinely mean this, if New Zealand weren't going to win the World Cup, I really would have liked, after Australia absolutely had a shocker, I would have really liked it if Ireland or France had a one, being that, um, you know, that Northern Hemisphere team finally getting over there, uh, you know, being the second team to win it, because obviously England is the only Northern Hemisphere team to ever win, if to ever win the World Cup. Yes, which is disgusting, isn't it? Which is awful. Absolutely <laughs> awful. So, um, yeah, it's a little bit, tinged with a little bit of sadness because now, in reality, we've got England, uh, New Zealand, South Africa, and Argentina. And yeah. it is, it's not really a true reflection of world rugby at the moment. No, but that's, that's just what happens. You know, that is tournament-style games. That is a tournament. You know, you've got to be consistently good for four pool matches a quarter, a semi and a final, you know. You 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 got to be on it for seven games. You can't be good for four and then lose the fifth or lose the sixth. You know, you've got to be That's what That's what happened with New Zealand last tournament. They were Correct. real good until they played England and then they were absolutely dreadful, weren't they? Precisely. You know, and I know that um England is the still is still the only unbeaten team in the World Cup. Yeah, that makes me sick as well. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and and, and uh, uh, people are talking about the fact that, you know, now they're amazing. They're not They're not amazing. They're still very, very average. And we always well, you knew you've got to think that about who they played. They, they, they almost had a free pass to the semi. That was what we were thinking before and the tournament started. And they almost started. buggered it up. 
and they almost buggered it up. Yeah, so um, very, very interesting weekend ahead. I mean, because I, I actually don't think they're not without a chance against South Africa, and I'll go into that a little bit later. No, but shall I we agree. go over our um, messages from our supporters? Yes, I'll go oh, first because I've got a, I've got oh, a couple oh. from uh, the uh, the the Facebook. Okay, this is from Scrum yeah. Doctor. Hi, lads. Uh, I'm going to put out. I'm going to put something out there that might be controversial, but I think Johnny Sexton had a shocker on Saturday. All right, this is the reason why. I think that the All Blacks had his number in attack, and that his play out the back and his passing selection was very predictable after the first ten to fifteen minutes. There was no variation in his play, no chip kicks, no grubber kicks. Uh, very few wide ball options, very one-dimensional. He didn't try to run the ball once and even look to, sorry, or even look to. Uh, He was clearly outplayed by Mwanga. Yes, he is slash was a great player, but against the best team, he was nullified. What do you think about that? Uh, I I kind of don't want to agree because it was quite possibly Johnny Sexton's last international match, uh, potentially last rugby match, but he didn't have his best game and he um, it wasn't just the kick that he missed um, that, you know, really she should have got. It was just some of the decisions he made were not Ireland-like in that game. No, I agree. And I think you didn't see the best of Ireland and, you know, they almost won. And I, and I think if he'd have played like he has played consistently over the last five, yeah, maybe even seven years, um, they would have got over the line. But I think he made a couple of very poor de- poor decisions. And he didn't, I mean, they kicked for the corner a lot of time. And I normally like that. But, you know, this is an international quarterfinal against New Zealand. And, and sometimes you, you take your points. You well, don't go for I the try. Because also got the one thing... You've also got to look at um, their history in the quarterfinals. You know, never got out of the quarterfinals, never won a quarterfinal. So you've got to take your points where you can get them. And they didn't. No, and, and I think if New Zealand's got one area where they're better than anyone else in the world. It's on that five-meter line defending their own try line. They do not get rolled over very often at all. So it's not like you can go there and just expect to roll over and score a try. No, because well, exactly. And, they, and they did, though. They did expect that, and it got held up, and that was one of the, you know, moments. Turning points of the game. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I've got one here for you. Jason Styles, mate. Sorry, Congratulations Damien. to the All Blacks. No, you stop. Yeah, I'm going to stop you there. He's got, <laughs> he's got some more here, all right? One law change for oh, this sorry, week to sorry. discuss from yeah. scrums. No penalties, other than the obvious foul play. Only short arm free kick, free kicks, and no option for a scrum reset. Must be taken as a tap, tap and run, or a kick. This will speed up the game and add minutes of play. Is this like a rule change? Yes. This is what he wants to change. Yeah. The rule. So if you were listening to me, I like scrums. Then you would know. Yeah. Well, you you kind of talked in code, mate. To be honest. Oh, well, I was just reading what he was saying. Um. I like a good scrum as well, especially when it's like, you know, um, a 
five meter scrum where it's tough and they're very much yeah at it did you see at one point yes, in the I, south africa game i like a uh, where um he called a mark and it was in his 22 obviously and he called for a scrum <laughs> i love it then they won i've never the seen that before ever before i didn't even know it was a rule no nor me um yeah i i, I think I'm not sure what he was saying, but is he saying that you still have a scrum and if it goes down, you have a tap? Yes. Or was so, he saying no scrums? Okay. So he's saying, yeah, if, if there's a scrum and it falls apart, if it's not sort of obvious, rather than resetting, you almost give yeah. the free kick to the team who's got the ball. And they can go quickly and get an advantage that way, can't they? Correct. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I mean, I like a good scrum though. And yes, me too. I like when you know you don't want to take away from from the game by by stopping all scrums. But I do like the idea. Okay, I've got one here from Jason Styles. Uh, congratulations to the All Blacks. Was this Foster's best game as coach? Looking forward to the South African New Zealand final. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Cheers, boys. In truth, I'm 10 beers in after watching South Africa beat, beat France. So he's pretty positive, that's for sure. I was sure. going to say, but also um, he's, he's spoken well, you know, no slurring. <laughs> no, um, he's uh, no spelling mistakes. No, exactly. Which I only need like one beer and I'm, I'm all over it, mate. I don't even need a beer, Damo. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was just trying to be kind, mate. <laughs> Um, do I, do I think it's his best game in charge? I don't think it's his best game in charge. Um, I actually don't think they got their tactics bang on. Um, I didn't see the attack structures that I wanted to see. You know, I've started seeing those against France. That was really nice to see against the other teams, the Italian teams. And we didn't see that on the weekend. Now that might've been, for a reason, they went very direct. They got um, very physical. They they tried to beat Ireland up, which I like. But I also like to see some attack structures. And he is an attack coach. So that's his bread and butter, hence why the All Blacks haven't we were, shown. Um, we were very much. Oh, we'll, get, in, in that we'll area. get into the game. We'll get into the game later. We'll get into the game. So I don't think it was his best game. But one thing I would say is, and, and this is something I will say about Fozzie, he has gotten two people who have made a massive difference. Um, and that's Joe Smith and that's Jace Ryan. Yeah, and 100%. the way that New Zealand play, I think in defence, this was the best defensive game I've seen New Zealand play. They had Ireland's number perfectly. They pushed up quite quickly and then waited. They waited for them to do everything in front of them and then they made the, the tackle. So, from that defensively it was our best game can we run that defensive system against um, South Africa no chance yeah you know we've got to do it different we've got to do it differently can we do that against Argentina quite possibly yes they play quite similar to uh, Ireland but it will be very very interesting agreed Um, I've also got one here from uh, the Razzler the Dazzler Um, last year Peter Omani told Sam Kane you're a rubbish, you're, you're a sh- uh, Richie McCaw. Yeah. Last yeah. weekend, yes. 
Chiefs and All Blacks teammate Brody Retallick told Omani, Oi, four more years, you F-wit. <laughs> <laughs> and what I like is Omani won't be playing in four years either. Exactly. Yeah, I have exactly. to say, you know, I I normally wouldn't condone such behaviour, but um, I think on that occasion, you know, it was pretty brutal what he said against yeah. Sam Kane, and I think, you know, good on Brody Retallick to um, to bring it back to his attention. I, it'd be interesting to see. He's a hell of a player, Omani. He is a he hell is. of a player, but again, he didn't really turn up on the weekend. No. You know, where was he on the weekend? You know, normally his abrasive style, you'd um, you'd notice. Um, but he wasn't really there. And I think that was their key problem on, on the weekend. Their big players that normally really front up struggled. And yep. if we want to be, you know, Kiwi one-eyed, you'd say, well, the Kiwis in their team did all the work for them, didn't they? Correct, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, both, they scored both tries. Try and... Um, Gibson Park. Yeah. So, um, you know, New Zealand, we, we actually won by a hell of a lot more, didn't we? Yeah. Um, I got one here. So this is this is from the Razzle Dazzler as well, just um, saying that um, the Mark and Leicester fire Nuku. Uh, who's gonna Who's gonna make the Who's gonna make the the cut this week? Do you think? I think it'll be Mark Talia. He'll come back in. I don't think you can. I think Leicester was good, really good on the weekend. I agree. I think you'd bring back Mark Talia. Yeah. I think you'd bring back Mark Talia. Uh, D-Mac wasn't put on. Um, nope. Thoughts on that? Bowden played the whole game, I think. Yes, he did, yep. So did Richie. I think you needed to. I think maybe changing the dynamic um, could have potentially resulted in, you know, a miscommunication somewhere at some point. Uh, which then potentially would have resulted in, um, you know, a breakdown of play. Um, so they just kept their strongest team out there, didn't they? Yeah, interesting. I, I, I think you're right. I, I'm not sure. I, I mean, Bowden was playing pretty well, wasn't he? So I think yeah. you'd be, yeah, a bit risky. Uh, and the last one, I think it's a really good point. Uh, NZRU must be nervous as hell. I mentioned this to Toby on Facebook. If Fozzie's team wins the World Cup, the NZR will look very stupid, uh, having bowed to public pressure to proactively firing the head coach months before the World Cup and replacing it with Razor. Razor must win the 2027 Rugby World Cup. Um, what are your thoughts? Do you think that? Do you think that there's any weight in that? Or do you think that's just, you know, I mean, I, I mean I've you got mentioned my thoughts it. on this, but I'd love to hear yours. You mentioned it sort of earlier, didn't you, about um, about the people that he brought in to bolster his coaching team. And ever since they've come in, the team has grown. Um, I mean, they've had their highs and their lows, obviously, but the team has sort of looked better and better under those new coaches. Um, now, I think, uh, I don't think Fozzie's coaching is going to progress us to the final. I think it's more the players and the people around them rather than him himself. Yeah, I mean, um, 
Yeah, I mean that's a that's that's enough said, eh? You're absolutely yeah. right. But you got to give him credit; he got those people in. Yep. With just enough time to yep. make the difference, and that's his role as head coach. You know, you got to say to him, He's "Well a done, Fozzy," because you got the right people in just in time. Yep. Um, would have been interesting if those people had been involved right from the word go. Obviously, they they weren't. So, you know, they might have been in a better place now. It, it might have um, been a different story. Even, yeah, might have been a different story. Um, I've just got one from Ben Zealand now. Ben Zealand, this he 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 did mention this um, last week, but it was a little bit late. But I just wanted to put it on here. He said, speaking of Super Brew, um, he said, glad to hear the pod back each week. Hope you're both doing well. Hope Toby settled into his new job. Uh, when you do a pod over Zoom or Skype or whatever you use, do you bother wearing pants? I ask this because it must be hard to find pants big enough to contain your semi-ranradra you're surely packing each week when you realise you're still beating Damo in the Super Brew. Hey, Ben, let's just say I'm not going to stand up. <laughs> Oh, he's, hey, do you know what? He he moved his camera down for me, uh, just just to just to just to give me a little if, bit of. And if I stand chance. up and someone was to push me, easy peasy. You got solid, hey? mate. Tripod, tripod. <laughs> <laughs> Three points of contact. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, but he's actually um, he's actually emailed um, again. So what a weekend he's put. Um, don't think I've experienced a weekend of rugby quite like it. Uh, firstly, sorry I missed the boat last week. Yeah, got that. My question to you this week is, about a year ago, the All Blacks were crap. Uh, we lost three games on the trot to Ireland and South Africa and then lost to the Pumas in Christchurch a short time later. It was dark time for New Zealand rugby since then. There's been a shake-up of coaching staff. Do you think this is the catalyst for change? That has now only two has got us only two games away from glory. I think we've already mentioned it. Yeah, absolutely. That was the catalyst for change, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I um, think when they went to South Africa, uh, and if he had lost that game, he would have lost his job. Correct. And they won it. Yeah. That was the catalyst for change at that point. Yeah, and that's what that's when he sort of was in talks with Schmidt, wasn't it? Yes, so Schmidt and Jace Ryan came in at that point. Yeah. I think Schmidt was involved in the selection of the team, but now he, he was going to have an on-field coaching role at that time. Okay. So last one I've got here is um, from Greenwood. Many moments make a victory, but did Geordie holding up that try above all other moments give the ABs the win? And that's from Flash. Yeah, so there were... There were a few moments, weren't there? And that was probably the pivotal one um, that I can think of anyway. You know, there was that there was that try from uh, Leicester Fire Noku. That was early on, though. But I think that sort of holding up over the line, but then also Sam Whitelock's turnover, obviously, to end the game. I think mm. those were especially... You know, we had, I saw a stat, I think. Did I screenshot it? I'm not 100% sure, but a stat. And it said um, 
the longest sort of um, phases. Uh, oh no, I don't have it. But it was the longest set of phases in a Rugby World Cup, you know. And that island one that we withstood was 37 phases. Yeah, that was... Um, and then the Sam White like, turnover, wasn't yeah. it? You know, the old... And it was the old on, like, literally on out. the sort of five metre, just out of the five metre. You know, it's gutsy. Yeah, especially when um, you get that wrong and it's a penalty. Correct. And that's the, probably the big, the, the big thing that... Yeah, the big thing that impressed me about, in fact, all of the matches on the weekend, the teams that won, they held their nerve yes. in defence. Yep. You know, even you've got to give it to, to England and say they held their nerve in D because, you know, Fiji didn't spin it wide, but they did a hell of a lot of phases, you know. Uh, Argentina, the same thing. New Zealand uh, and South Africa, all in the same boat and all yep. held their nerve in <sighs> defence. Yeah. So, yeah, great. Mate, should we go and do a bit of Super Brew? Yeah, let's do a bit of Super Brew, mate. Let's do a bit of Super Brew. Oh, that's the wrong one. Wrong Let's one, mate. The Here wrong we go. Button. There you go. <laughs> that's village that you did the um, the wrong one. So, Super... Oh, I'm on the wrong one, mate. So, Super Brew. Okay. Um, American American Blues. Neils, the log, and then a different Neils. So that's the top four. Now again, I'm not going to do okay. the bottom four because I don't know who's playing and not playing. But you, my friend, you are twenty first. I, I know. Yes, I went up one spot, but you went up more than me. I went up five spots. To now, I'm, I'm not on, telling I'm you 12. what I'm. I'm not telling you what I'm going to go for this weekend oh no because I should be telling you because I'm above you no not that it's because you'll just copy me and you're you know you're gonna you're gonna keep your lead aren't you but I don't copy you obviously you don't because you've been kicking my ass (laughs) Taranaki 88 (laughs) Lee Jones he's just below me point eight off love it love it yeah um, yes, I, I have to admit I'm I'm about one point five off, and that's a hell of a hell of a long way away now with only a couple of games to go. Yeah, uh, it depends on whether you get the score or not, right? Eh? Yep. Anyway, I'm. Uh, let's move on quickly because I hate yep. the idea that you're um, better than me at anything. But um, especially, I mean, you know, physical stuff. I, I kind of just accept it. But um, yeah, stuff up with the brain. Normally, normally I can beat you. Geez, you know, I can't beat you. Brain. <laughs> Stuff up with the brain. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Anything to do with intelligence, normally I'm okay, but now, nah, now nah, I'm losing it, mate. Dementia. Well, that's what happens let's when not, you're old. Let's not joke about that, though, because that is a bit of a worry of no, mine. No, that is. Yeah. Playing rugby for all those years. <laughs> uh, okay, mate. It's um. Super Brew's done. So we're off to breaking news. Yeah, proudly supported by your Patreon members. Woo-woo. Yeah. And again, I I say we're doing this podcast on the line, all with uh, buying, using the money that um, you guys helped us to raise. Thank you very much. We really do appreciate. As always, mate, you go first. Yes, I will go first. Um, It's more of like a, a, a question. 
All right. Bit of a question. Um, let me just bring it up. 100 test match winners. So most test match winners, all right, by a player. Who who do you think they are? Good, good call. So Richie McCaw. Yep. This is worldwide, um, by the way. Worldwide. Yeah. Sam Whitelock. Yep. yep. How many are there? One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so we've got Richie McCaw. We've yep. got um, Sam Whitelock. Yep. We've got... I'm going to say from South Africa. Someone from South Africa who's had a hundred... Um, not sure who's had a hundred in their team. Someone had a hundred the other day. Uh Oh, crikey. That's quite tough, isn't it? I mean, does a Brody retellic? I, I can't remember whether Brody had a bit of time off. Um, six of them. There's been six players who have got yeah. 100 wins. Yep. Wow. Okay, who from South Africa has, I'm trying to think, Vermeuland? Vermeuland. Shall has I he got just, 100 caps? Okay, so no one from South Africa. Wow. Okay, go go through them. Go through them. Is Dan okay. Carter? He must have had a hundred. No. Oh God, he's not on there. Wow, go for it. Tell me, right. Richie McCaw, Sam yeah. Whitelock. Oh, Rick- Kieran Reed. Kieran Reed. Kevin Malamu. Yeah, Kieran, Kieran Reed. Reed. Yeah, Tony Woodcock, and Bowden Barrett. Wow. So all Kiwis. Yep. That's a hell of an impressive. That's isn't a stat, it? Yeah. isn't it? It's a hell of a stat. Hell of a stat. Hell and of then, a stat. You know, it sort of, I guess, got me thinking about the win rates and that sort of thing. And it's just... That's an... Un, that Can I just say, it's an unbelievable stat, that. Yeah. You know, to think that you've played one 100 games for your national team against yep. the world's best teams. Yeah. And to get 100 wins. Correct. That means like Bowden Barrett must have lost... 10 games or something like I'm that in his whole time. While you do your one, I'm just going to have a look at um, okay, so, sort yeah. of stats. So you, you carry on with your one, champ. So my my first my first um, breaking news, mate, is Anton Dubot, Dubot, Dupont, Dupont. Uh, clear, makes it clear that he felt that the refereeing in the quarterfinal loss was not great. And we're talking about Ben O'Keefe. Yeah. Um, now, this is a little bit of referee bashing. So we, we've seen this now with the Irish not happy with um, the referee on Saturday against New Zealand. Yeah. And even after they got two yellow cards and a penalty try, um, this, they weren't very happy. And I can, to some degree, I can understand that. Uh, obviously, France weren't happy because he felt that Ben O'Keefe didn't pick up certain penalties uh, regularly enough but I I think all of this frustration comes from the bunkers rubbish it's it's a terrible it's it's it, people are interjecting at random times sometimes they're not interjecting so we saw on the weekend um, in the Argentina Argentina match against Wales a clear and obvious red card and the referee said no it's fine and the bunker said it was fine it didn't even get a yellow card didn't mm. you know nothing and and I can see why players 
are now looking and saying, well, it's just not good enough. Now, I go back to what I've said many times before. Referees make decisions. And as a captain, if you think you're hard done by, you should be able to challenge it. And if you're deemed to be correct, then you keep your challenge. And as a captain, you can sleep at night thinking, if I really have got an issue, I'm going to challenge it. And if I'm a referee, I'm going to make mistakes. But the players are there to to, to challenge it. So yeah. it's like win, win, win. And the game Correct. is faster. Yeah. So he's got a point, but we've got a solution. Let's get on with it, World Rugby. Yeah. What did you I find out right. on that stat, mate? So I found out that Bowden Barrett has played 122 matches. So he's lost wow. 22 times. That's more than I thought. Yeah. More than I thought. Yeah. And then um, he's been there. Sam Whitelock has played 151, and he's so he's and he's won 124. That's that's a great that's a great stat, isn't it? Yeah. What about Richie McCaw? Richie McCaw, what? How many did he play? 140 odd. One four eight. One four eight. And he won one three one. Jeez, that is amazing. So he lost 17 times. <laughs> wow. Oh, I love that. That's great, isn't it? Yeah. Can't believe they're all All Blacks. Here we go. Another question. That's just... Another another yeah. quiz question. How many All Blacks of the current team are 100 or over? Well, you've you've got... Oh, and who are they? Yeah, so obviously got Bowden Barrett. Yep, there's got one. Sam Whitelock. Yep, two. Aaron Smith. Three. One more. Oh, um, Dane Coles. Wrong. He's done 90. I'm wrong with Dane Coles. Yeah. He's wow. 36, uh, okay. did you know? Yeah, he's doing all right, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, okay, if he's not... If, okay, 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 okay. Let's go. Um, Ah... It's got to be Brody, doesn't it? Yeah, you're right. Or is it Brody Sam Retellick. Kane? Brody. Yeah. Sam yeah, Kane's good on, on 93. Now, what's going to be interesting is, does Sam Kane survive after the World Cup? Hell. Big question there, isn't it? Because you know what? If you if how, you were captain how old is he? and you he's got biffed off. He's only 31. He's not that old. I know. He's, he's got another World Cup in him, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Right, mate. Your second story. Handling errors. <laughs> Handling errors. Okay. Now, out of the four games, the people or the teams with the fewest handling errors won. Okay. So, how many handling... Mine is sort of like a new story come quiz. How okay, many good. handling errors did you think... Um, was in the French South Africa game. As in from both teams? From both teams, and then I want you to split it. Okay, so I'm going to say um, there was there was quite a few. I'm going to say there was uh, nine. Okay, and what was the split? Oh, I think France handling her is more, so I'm going to go for like six and three. Okay, so there were 19 handling errors. Wow. And it was 11-8 split. 11 to who? 
well, 11 to France because they lost. So the okay. the winner of the quarterfinal had the least. All right. What about okay. the yeah, um, yeah. Wales-Argentina game? Oh, if, you, if you've gone nining there, I'm going to go 22. And I'm going to go, go on. What is it? 22. Wow. Okay. And I'm going to go for, obviously, um, Wales lost. So they must have got 13 to 9. I I misheard you on that one. Can you say that again? Something in nine. Thirteen to nine. Thirteen to nine. Ooh. Twelve to ten. Wow, there you go. Yeah. What about Fiji, England? Uh twenty three. Um eleven. Oh wow. Eleven. Mm. I'm gonna say five and six. Eight three. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then New Zealand Island? Five. Nine. All nine from Ireland. What? <laughs> no eight handling one. errors from New Zealand. Eight one. No, no handling no handling errors from New Zealand. That's that's incorrect stat. <laughs> I can tell one. you now. No no handling errors. It's no handling errors, I can tell you. Not one. Not Unless one. Unless they class Unless they class uh, basically um, Aaron Smith's kind of drop of the ball. Well, it's a handling error, isn't be, it? To be a professional knock-on that he got yellow carded for. Ridiculous. I hate that rule. I hate that rule. You know, if he was, if he's making a genuine effort to catch the ball, it should not be a yellow card. He was making a genuine effort to catch the ball. It just annoys me that these stupid rules even though, exist. Wasn't it? it was fingertips. It doesn't matter though. He's making you should you should be able to go for an interception and not be in fear of getting a yellow card. I understand a penalty, but a yellow card. Yeah. From that. Yeah, but you did you uh, see anyway, Itzabeth? Okay. No, didn't oh. didn't flag up. Unreal. Did you not watch it? I did watch the game. Yeah, but I I didn't pick up as. Oh, it was near the end. It wasn't a professional. He like jumped weirdly and knocked it, somehow knocked it back. Oh, I did see that. Yes, he knocked it back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was quite weird, wasn't it? Yeah, he couldn't do that again, could he? No, exactly. All right, mate. um, I've got my second story, which you'll really be on the back of. Uh, Treatment of Owen Farrell by England fans in Marseille is condemned. Basically, England... Uh, fans have booed Owen Farrell when his name was read out on the team sheet before the quarterfinal. Fair. Fair play. But do you know what? I've heard he's a good guy. <laughs> heard he's a nice character. I heard he's a great guy. And and people do people see that he played really well on the weekend. I don't know what they were watching because he didn't play that well to me. They obviously didn't have their glasses on. You know, like, what did he do on the weekend apart from take the three points and kick his goals? Yeah. Does that mean does is that all you've got to do now as an English English player to get man of the match performance? Do you know also do you know what I also hate? All right, is when teams whenever they get like a penalty or a turnover, you know, or a knock on, you know, from a or like get a scrum, they cheer like it's the Rugby World Cup final. That really annoys me. And one of the worst oh, for it mate. was the 
English number seven. I can't remember his name. Well, I tell, I tell, yeah. I mean, I hate it as well. I, I told you putting his arm up like this. Um, I just hate it. I hate yeah. it. But you know what? They do it on purpose. I'm oh, in no doubt that they do it to do it on purpose. They they, they sure love they upsetting, you know, the people who are watching on TV, the opposition. They love it. They love being hated. Yeah. And, you know, they're very, very good at it. Even English fans are booing their captain. That tells you something, doesn't it? <laughs> That's all I've got to say. Even the English fans don't like their own team. Absolutely dreadful. Yeah, that dreadful, is dreadful. Yeah. All right, mate, it's time for what caught your eye. Yes, so. Now, there okay. was a hell of a lot. Oh, gosh. I'm just going to start, okay, and I'm just going to read something that I found on the Twitter. Not that I actually have Twitter, but I just found it. As usual, three of the top five teams in the World Cup cycle have reached the Rugby World Cup semi-final. It only didn't happen in 2007, Okay. However, both of the top two have failed to reach the semi-final for the first time in the pro era. All right. So we're going to go through it. We're going to go through it now. So number one, Ireland. They lost. So this is like a World Cup cycle. Yeah. All right. So they lost seven games with a win rate of 74%. And they okay. didn't make. So they got out in the quarterfinal. Yeah. France, win rate of 72%, got out in the quarterfinal. New Zealand, 64%. South Africa, True. 63%. Through. Yeah. All right. So that's your top four. Then it goes yeah. England, who's in fifth, 47% win rate. <laughs> that's, that's a drop, isn't it? Oh, that's a drop. Honestly, it's ridiculous. Okay, but now... Oh, best in the world and you've lost half your games, jeez. Yeah. So New Zealand have played the most uh, out of that top five. Then you've got Scotland, 39%. Australia, 32. It's dreadful. All right, down in eighth with Argentina, who also made the semi. Guess how many... So they played 30 matches. How many did they win? Oh, Argentina. Yeah, they, they play us and they play the, you know, that's tough for them, but I'm going to say they won 10 matches. They won eight matches Maybe in even a four-year cycle. Yeah. So that's two a year. God's sake. And is that, that's, this is before the World Cup started, isn't it? This is current. This is not, in, this is not including the games they won in pool play. Um, I'm not sure. Not sure. No, it doesn't matter, does it anyway? But if it did, if it did, it'd be even worse. Oh my god! <laughs> because they won obviously against some minnows, haven't they? Recently, crikey! Yeah, it's not good, is it? Really, that you know teams dominate like they have. But what I would say is this World Cup's showing, isn't it? You know that if you're an island or you're a France, um, there is quite a lot of teams around the world now that can win this World Cup, and. Yes, going into it, you'd say New Zealand and South Africa were up there. But, you know, I'm not sure many people would have picked France and Ireland to go out. Nope. I wouldn't have thought so. No. Argentina definitely wouldn't be in the picture either. 
Um, now before the World Cup, they anyway, were playing you're, pretty you're well. Up, so, yeah. All right, I got I've got the ruck, mate. So I've got key stats. Okay, so the ruck, the scrum, the line out, and the defensive line, and these are all uh, of the things that when we watch the game <laughs> on the weekend, that the team that won won in those key areas. So if you think about it, in the ruck, um, all of the teams that won, they won the ruck. Uh, they won this the scrum. So, you know, you go to England, you go to Argentina, everyone it was consistently better in the scrum. Now, the only caveat to that is, and I said to this to you um, on the day, if we had had a different referee refereeing the New Zealand um, Island match, where Ireland got penalised, we may have been penalised. So I can't hand on heart say that New Zealand dominated in the scrum because I don't think they did. Mm. But they definitely dominated in the line out and their I, defensive um, line was very good. I think we didn't necessarily dominate, but the difference was our technique. So if you looked at like a bird's eye view of what was happening and here, I'll... You're not on the camera now. Yeah. So let's say this was bird's eye view demo. All right. We yeah. were going square. I'm loving okay. this. Can I just say, I really wish, I really wish that people could see this because this is, this is cutting edge. <laughs> no technology needed. All right. So we were going square. All right. Two props. Square. They were. Yes. Prop was square. This one, his hips were angling in which was making then the scrum to rotate and pop up. So it's it it wasn't necessarily we dominated. It was illegal scrummaging. Because yeah, I, 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 I think Ireland's got some of I the do, best. I do agree with you. Yeah. I'm just saying that I, I, I agree with you, but the only thing I would say is another referee might have allowed them to do that and... I do agree with you. I think he, I think but he got then it right, not, and he but then that's not right. No, I, I agree, but I, I just worry about this, the Frenchie, you know. And if we've got a Frenchie in the final, uh, and we're likely to get a Frenchie in the final if New Zealand and South Africa make it, then I think they will just let that go, and I think South Africa will will absolutely wipe the floor with us in the scrum. Yeah, I thought the referee was pretty shoddy with the New Zealand uh, the. Um like the French referee, I don't think he's final worthy. No, I hope not. God, I hope not. Because I, I, I just desperately do you know do who not I want think will get it. Ruined. I think Wayne Barnes will get it. I hope Wayne Barnes will get it. Yeah, I think Wayne Barnes is a really good, a very good referee. I think and, he's um, consistent. You know, he's not necessarily gets it right all the time, but he's consistent in his calls. You know, if he's getting it wrong, it's consistent. I mean, he doesn't get it wrong very often, but, you know, like the scrums, if they were turning in and they were pretty much every scrum, he was consistent with that. If we were doing it, it would be the same. At the breakdown, he was consistent. Yeah, I mean, they say, don't they, when you go on your refereeing course, all you've got to be is consistent. Correct. That's all anyone ever asks of you, to be consistent. Um, Talking about that, Attack structures. So another thing that really caught my eye was when you watch the games back, every single team that lost had the ball at the end of the game and could have won it, 
but they all stayed so narrow. And a Fiji, being an example of that, had a sp- spun the ball wide. They would have won that game. And I'm, I wonder why Ireland yeah. moved away from from spinning it. I wonder why all these teams, when push come to shove, they just narrowed up like something else. And it was, it was. I mean, arguably Ireland made sixty meters in that style. So I can see, but you know, if they had a spun it, when you're nervous in defense, there's a big. Pro, you know, often you shoot up out of line, you leave that space for someone else. You know, many tries are scored out wide in pressure moments. Not many tries are scored through the middle route one. Well, I mean, we did though, didn't we? We scored route one um, with Moanga's, well, Will Jordan's try, but then route one for South Africa as well with Itzabeth's try. Oh, literally, true. Itzabeth. <laughs> barnstorming. Jesus. Um, yeah, that, that fly half will not look back on the last sort of 10 minutes of that game with any pride. Because did you see they the ball go backwards him. from a kick? <laughs> yeah. It's a bit. I wouldn't fancy it though, would you? You couldn't pay me to take a hit from him. <laughs> It'd cut you in half. Oh man, he would cut you. Okay, so my next question to you then is, are we now favourites for the World Cup? Now I say this, because I've heard this mentioned in news stories that New Zealand are now favourites to win the World Cup. Do you think we're favourites? No. I think we're favourites to win our semi. Yeah. And it would depend on who made the final. So if England makes the final, I think potentially New Zealand could be favourites, would be favourites. I think if South Africa to were make or were to make the final then they'll be favourites. Because, you know, I just had a look at the world rankings. We're now second, South Africa first, and then Ireland a third, France a fourth. So we've just flicked or swapped with them. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, the only I, reason, I don't see us. The only reason I think South Africa are favourites and I think the Ireland games are relevant where they played them I think is the Twickenham game. Yeah. Okay. Where I, they, I, I kind you know, they of agree with us that. There. I kind of agree with that, but I would say a little bit. I think if they did thrash us at Twickenham, but I think if you're looking at how they've performed in this World Cup compared to how we've performed in this World Cup, I think you'd say that they are favourites because yes, they did lose to Ireland, but it was a bloody tough game, uh, and they've looked very, very good ever since then whereas you know New Zealand did lose to France quite you know comprehensively and then yeah. didn't play anyone with any decent strength up until um, Ireland the other day which might have worked in, Ireland, in New Zealand's favour to yeah. be fair they were, might have been a bit fresher um, another one for you is who's got something left in the tank for this weekend because you look at New Zealand you look at South Africa you look at England and you look at Argentina and all of those teams had to go to the well last week. So who's going to have anything left? Who's going to be able to get up for these games? Well, I mean, all of them are going to get up for the games, aren't they? Um, I think England have a lot left in the tank. Um, 
because they've only sort of played one hard match, and that was against Fiji. I know that they played Argentina, but they looked comfortable. Um, I think potentially New Zealand. You know, we had one tough game at the start, and then we've just had one tough game now. We didn't really have much in between. Um, I think... I mean, South Africa, they had a week off before their quarterfinal. Yeah, that's a good shout. I hadn't thought about that. Um, um, so I would say... I would say I didn't know... I mean, France looked out on their feet. Uh, Ireland looked out on their feet. They did, didn't they? Fiji were... But I didn't think that England were out on their feet. No. I didn't see that, us, you know, South Africa were struggling. And I thought New Zealand did struggle, but, you know, not to the same level. So well, it's just okay. like, can with, they climb the emotional hill again? With With the New Zealand game, I felt like at the end... In those 37 phases, Ireland looked like they were just almost walking into contact, jogging into contact, then really hitting. Yeah. It was sort of that last 10 minutes where our defense looked fitter than the attack. Yeah. If that makes sense. So, So they looked more sluggish than us, which is weird because they were on attack, we're on defense, which is more demanding. Maybe we handled our subs better. Maybe our bench was stronger. We didn't bring many on, did we? No. They're uh, very interesting. So, okay, let's let's predict what's going to happen on the weekend. Do you think that Argentina can beat New Zealand on the weekend? I think they can. Yes. Give it give it some percentage. Um, do I think they will? Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> Do you think they can? Um, I think they can, but I, I think that they, if you look at them after the game, they were they were like one, it's like they won the World Cup. Um, so I think that emotionally, they, they might be in a in a different place than New Zealand. Are they going to find it more difficult going now thinking, can England beat South Africa? I think they can. Do I think mm. they will? I, no. No, I, I, I think they can. I think they're more likely to beat South Africa than Argentina is to beat us only because South Africa played France in that sem- in that quarter final. You can't go to the, you know, you can't knock out the world, uh, you know, the, the host nation like they did and for and it not, not to take on. a hell of a lot out of you. Yeah, yeah exactly. So England have got a genuine chance I don't think they will either, but if they can hold it in the scrums, they've got a bit of a chance there. A bit of a chance. A bit. <laughs> I just don't think they've got enough out wide. Yeah. You no, know, Tulangi. Right, mate. He's not really a power runner anymore, is he? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, we've got listeners' question here. A good one. You have to play for New Zealand in the semi. The world, the nation are watching. You must play uh, and there's no way out. 80 minutes. Which position are you playing? (laughs) Just imagine if I had to, I mean, like if you had to put on the jumper, I'd actually back you to do okay. (laughs) 
Imagine me at 44 years old, my man boobs and my love handles all over the shop. My jumper would be big. It'd be oversized. <laughs> so we had to be on the pitch for 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 eighty minutes. For eighty minutes. Where could I hide? Shit me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Can I be the referee? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the water boy. Uh where would I oh, I'd go mate, on a it's wing? It's gonna have probably. to be be a wing. Nah, there's absolutely no chance of me going on the wing. Absolutely no chance. I'm going second row all day long. Oh, mate, you get eaten alive. Imagine being in the scrums. <laughs> mate, they'll have your pants down. Oh, maybe blindside flanker. Oh, my God. No matter where they put me, I've got no chance. I've got absolutely... Number eight. I'm not fit enough to play at scrum. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I could go scrum half. You, you'd be fine, mate. You'd go on the wing and you'd be fine. Hell. Jesus, I would, it would. You know what? It kind of scares me. <laughs> I'm glad I'm playing against Argentina uh, and not uh, not South Africa. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Imagine like there, marking Chesley Colby. But... Where's his legs going? <laughs> Watch his hips. Where are they? <laughs> yeah. What advice would you give yourself before the game oh, starts? Yeah. Poke your eyes out so you've got a, so you've got an excuse. <laughs> I got a concussion. <laughs> I failed the test before I even took it. Exactly. At one, two, nineteen. Uh no, that's a good one. That's a good one. He goes on and says, um, you've just beaten the best team in the world. Do you think Fozzie actually might be a good coach? Maybe, just maybe tiny bit of praise, perhaps. Um I do I think he's a good coach. I'm sure he is a good coach. Just not a good international coach, not a good tactician, um, not a driver of innovation is the problem. That's what I would say. There was no, there's no X factor with him, you know. He didn't bring anything exciting to the set piece, didn't bring anything exciting to sort of much really anything exciting to much which was frustrating anyway hey can i just say back to sort of what caught your eye i know this is a while ago but i think new zealand counter-attacked really well they did yeah they did they did and and south africa and south africa counter-attacked yeah. very very well but they took the ch- south um, africa took yeah, the made, chances made the use they took their chances that's right they took their chances um question to you mate can dupont Still be named as Player of the Year, even though they're out of the out of the World Cup. No, no. Who's in the Who's in the the box seat now? Very good question. Um, okay, yeah. So my question to you now then is, who could win it? So let's go through them. You go, <laughs> uh, Richie Mwanga. Uh, yeah, I I think. Um, I don't. I don't think he should win it. I don't think he no, deserves. But I don't think I'm he's just saying a, a name well enough. The, but the there's still two games to go. Yeah, yeah. His name's definitely in the hat. Will Jordan? No. See, this is the problem now. You you take out Dupont, and if Johnny Sexton had have played well, you could have put Johnny Sexton in there as well. Mm. Um, I just think you're going to go have to go South African, and you're looking at the likes of. 
you know, uh, it's a bit. Yeah. Shall. He's had a decent season. Um, yeah. Malcolm Marks up until we got injured, so he's out now. I'm glad uh, he's. I tell injured. you, one that's that's an outside, and he is, does play. It's tied tied Furlong, even though he's out of the World Cup. I think he's played really well, and no, nah. you know whatever. But I, I I can't see it, mate. I honestly, I can't see anyone from New Zealand winning it, even no. if we won the World Cup. I think it's more likely. I to think be- I think you can. I think you still can pick Dupont. Actually, you know, he. Bundyaki, he was. He could win it. I was just about to say, you know, who? My question to you: Who is the best player in the world right now? Mm, yeah, as of the quarterfinals, and I would almost say Bundyaki. Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and sort of going off um, some stats, which I'm going to hit you with here. All right. Another sort of a couple of quiz questions potentially. Okay, who scored the most points uh, uh, as a team? No, as an individual through this World Cup. Yes. Ooh, um, it's got to be a kicker. So, crikey, that's a bloody tough question. That um, most points. Oh, it's got to be Ramos from yes, France. It is Ramos. Yes. Okay. Yeah, bloody good kicker. Um, bloody good kicker. He's he's on seventy four. Johnny Sexton on fifty eight, and then Damien McKenzie on fifty three. <laughs> wow, that's amazing, isn't it? He's hardly yeah. played. I know. I know. How, bear with me. Here we go. Okay. Um, right. Here we go. Team wise, how many? Who who do you think is at the top? New Zealand. Yes, with how many? Mm. Ballpark. I'll give you within ten. A hundred and a hundred and seventy. Two hundred and eighty-one. Oh God! Wow. Should have okay. known better than that. We almost yeah, you beat, done we that. almost beat Argentina by a hundred, didn't we? What was I thinking? Uruguay village. No, Namibia. Um, and then second is France on 238. All right. We've scored 100 points. So we've scored 99 points more than South Africa and England. Wow. Tries. Wow. We've scored 41 tries. The next one is 30, which is Ireland. Jeez, so we've Louise, scored 11 that's more tries. 11 more tries. Yeah. If wow. we look at clean breaks, we're on 70. The next best is on 55. Wow. Some good stats, eh? Okay, here, here we go. Now we're getting into the big ones. Who has had the most yellow cards? Oh. Oh, I would say South Africa or New Zealand. Romania. I was the same, you know. You could you could almost <laughs> say you could almost say that New Zealand are up there, but we've only had three, which shocks me. Yeah, but I think that they just have been a bit better in that area than they have in the past. Who's had the least? Bad, didn't we? England, South Africa. No, South Africa. Yes, sorry. I, I think I actually. Yeah, they've only had one. Wow, that's good, isn't it? 
I'm surprised. This surprises me. <laughs> really does, you know. When you wake up in the morning, cranky. what doesn't surprise you? Well, that's right. Yeah, Ooh. me actually opening my eyes. <laughs> oh, gosh. The sun's up. <laughs> mm. Mate, um, let's finish off the show with a bit of uh, play of the day. And I'm going to give you some uh, some highlights that I think. So you had Geordie Barrett's um, try-stopping tackle. Yeah. You had Will Jordan's try where Richie Mwanga goes skipping through and gives it to yeah. Will Jordan. You had Cheslin Colby's tries and the charge down. Yeah. You had the scrum call by uh, the, the South African fullback. And then they won a penalty. Uh, is it Damien Dierlande, I think his name. Oh, no, uh, Damien no. Uh, Willemser. Yeah. Uh, and, or you've got the Faz uh, f- dropkick to win the game. I don't think it's Faz, unfortunately. <laughs> I think the South African scrum is quite cool, but I don't think it's sort of play of the day. I think it was great. Yeah. Uh, Will Jordan's try, very good. Yeah. Geordie Barrett, try saving, uh, sort of held up over the line. Very pivotal in the game. Cheslin Colby, though, that grubber through was perfection. Bounced up perfectly for him. Um, I think his charge down was great. That won them the game, really, if you think oh. about it. I've, I've not seen that. I've not seen it from out there. You know, I've seen it from under the posts, but I've never seen it where they're running that far yeah. to charge down the ball. And he yeah. did it easy, didn't he? He did it easy, and I think... Bloody impressive. Bloody impressive. Ramos was not ready for it. Um, no, he looked really surprised, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh my gosh. So, yeah, it was... Um, uh, I'm going to pick Cheslin Colby. I agree with you, mate. I agree with you. Mate, what can people do to support us? Uh, they can like, share, subscribe, five-star review, um, email. We love an email. We love a message. Um, Patreon, link below. My um, my kids enjoyed the other day uh, going over some of our review from... Um, they, found, they found it very funny, and they found the review... Of the uh, one star change to five star, and they wet themselves laughing. Have we so, had any more so reviews but, uh, recently? Yeah, thank. I think we have. I just I haven't checked them. I'll check them, and I'll uh, we'll do for next week. Next week. Next week. So if you could go out there and give us a five star review, yeah, much appreciated. Please much do appreciated. Uh, mate, it's been a great podcast as always. Doing it with you. Until next week. See you later. Network.